What's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another installment of Ask PJ Braun here at the Blackstone Labs headquarters. Today, we have another special guest. We saw all the comments, everybody saying, keep the hot chicks coming. So we brought on Miss Warren Fit. Sabrina is here with us today to talk to PJ about, you know, the regular old banter. We had a couple people send in some questions to ask her. So we're going to get to those um, in a timely manner. But, you know, we always like to start off the intros with a little bit of banter and bullshit. So tell us, how has your stay in Florida been so far? Amazing. I really, really love it here in Florida. Um, you know, I've been exploring and went to the beach and um, it's just really, really beautiful place. I love it here. For those of you who aren't familiar with Ms. Foreign Fit, she is from El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about El Paso, Texas. That must be why I have El Paso, Texas <laughs> in my fucking instagram ads yes that's hilarious that's why it is hilarious yep (laughs) um it's a it's a quiet little slow city um it's right in the middle of the desert you know right on the border of Juarez, mexico um there's i mean (laughs) i'm not gonna talk bad about it but i'm pretty glad to be moving out of there just put it that way is it a very like uh spanish area Mexican. Mexican. Very Mexican. I mean Spanish speaking. It's I always a, get yeah. I always get corrected, by the way. I think it's I think Latin people are so funny how they are so specific yes. about like their heritage. Cause yeah. I don't mean it like that. Like I always mean it like they speak Spanish. You know what I mean? Because Mexican's not a language. Right. But mm-hmm. I actually said this once and a Spanish guy from Spain goes, actually Mexicans speak fucking Mexican. And yep. I was like, Really? And they were like, Yeah, it's not Spanish like we speak. There's a big difference, actually. And I was um, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just the dialect and the way they say certain things. And um, I guess you could say, like, accent that they have is completely different than when you're speaking, like, actual proper Spanish from Spain. And I don't speak Spanish because my family never taught it to me. Um, but here, when I'm around, you know, Spanish people, you can tell the differences, like, night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Well... The accent is is kind of like you could say something that to somebody that doesn't understand the language sounds pretty similar, but it actually means something totally different. Exactly. Well, I mean, all of the different Spanish speaking countries have their own unique like dialect and and even like the delivery of some of the Mm -hmm. words is different. Or like the order in which it's said. Yeah. Like people from, you know, Venezuela, for instance, talk different than people from Argentina. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, But. For some reason, it seems like they're all hard on the Mexicans. I agree. Um, it's because like it's it's two do- totally different worlds. I feel like, and I'm glad that you brought it up. A guy from Spain was like, actually, mm-hmm. um, it's because when people say that to me, oh, you're like you're Mexican or like you're Hispanic, and I say the same, I'm like, actually, I'm not Hispanic. I'm Latina, and there's two different things because Mexicans are Hispanic, yeah, and Latinas are more like you know, Venezuela, Spain, you know, all those Portuguese, like it's, it, it is completely to- two do- totally different like worlds. So you're, you're, what, what'd you say your ethnic background was? Um, Spanish and Puerto Rican. But did you tell me that you speak German? I do speak German. <laughs> yeah. I speak fluent. How does that make, make sense? It, my mom. She's met, worldly. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my mom met my stepdad when I was six years old and, um, he is in the German air force. And he adopted me and they got married and I actually lived in Europe for about five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Chris Heron speaks, uh, Chris, Chris Heron is German. So you guys can have a conversation after this Really? and customer yes. service. Yeah. Oh, He'll get cool. excited. He has nobody you won't to really speak. want to talk to him. Yeah. Though. But I mean, he has nobody to speak German with. So <laughs> I, I don't have anybody besides my, my father who I speak German with. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm going to get a kick out of uh, watching that after this. So to who make, else did we do that with? Who else spoke to um, uh, Kiara? Yes. Kiara. Yep. yep. No way. Yeah, they had a funny little conversation too. Oh, wow. Um, so this is how it all started, guys. I'm going to give you a quick background on this. So I kept on seeing uh, Sabrina uh, doing demos for us. And I'm like, where'd this girl come from that's doing doing all the demos? And so after it was probably like the third or fourth time I had seen her do a demo, I reached out to Sammy. And uh, I go, who's that girl that, that keeps doing the uh, demos in Texas? And he was like, I found her. <laughs> And I was like, oh, she was really pretty. She's got a sick body. I mean, where'd she come from? And um, I forget what he said. 
And then after that, you know, I started following her and I uh, I sent her some clothes so she could have more outfits for the demos. And then basically I was like, you know what? It's time to just bring you on full speed. So brought her on full speed and she started posting a lot and doing a lot and she had the desire to possibly move to Florida. And I said, well, I can probably get you in with somebody with, with you know, with a job down here. Why don't you come down for a week? We'll shoot some videos. We'll train. We'll do a photo shoot. I'll introduce you to some people and we'll see what happens. And the first day that she was here, she said she wanted to move here. First day. First day. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to want to move here. Especially like, from El Paso, I feel Texas. Like it, it's from probably anywhere. I feel like it's kind of boring in El Paso, El Paso Texas. Oh my God. You have no idea. I've, I've said it before in podcasts, but like basically if you live in the United States and no matter where you live, even if you live in one of these spots, mm-hmm. you may want to live in one of the other spots. But there's three hot spots, and it's New York, Florida, and California. And Florida's definitely the best. South Florida. South Florida. South yeah, Florida. you do not want to live in fucking You know what's funny? Here's I'm going to make a statement right now. I'm going to make a – I think it's a bold statement, and uh, I think that you'll agree with me. Um, so whenever people want to, like, hurry up and move down here, right, the first thing they want to do is, like, move right into the heart of Miami. And it's sort of a terrible mistake. It's horrible. It's it's a bit of a terrible mistake. But people do it. Girls often do it. Um, girls have more success with it, though. They do because they can do more things that only girls can do. If you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so, like for instance, Lindsay Moreno want to get out of uh, Philly, outside of Philly, either. Which Philly sucks anyway. Sorry for everybody in Philly, but it does. And if you're outside of Philly, you're 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 not even in the sucky spot. So you're you're trying to get to the sucky. You're spot. outside the suck. Yeah, you're outside of the suck. And so she went right down into Miami. And she's transitioning okay, but it's a little harder than she thought. Traffic is crazy. She keeps telling me, which I knew anyway. I'm like, eh, you should have uh, should have moved to Boca, right? And so a lot of people when they come down here, they're like, oh, I'm gonna go to Miami. And I tell them you should go north a little bit. You can go to Fort Lauderdale if you want, or you can be in the what I call the Boca area, which is like Boca, Deerfield, Delray, Boynton, I suppose. And anywhere in the United States. Boynton is not the, Del- the Boca area. It's like the outskirts. No, it's a totally different culture. Um, the Like the line, I call it. Yeah, the li- I mean, I would the definitely. The East Coast line. I would lump Delray in with the Boca, Delray, the Boca definitely. area for sure. But then you get a little bit, you, you had in Lake Worth. Right? All right. Well, I still, <laughs> I still, I still, uh, Consider Deerfield uh, as part of that area. Deerfield also still has some nicer areas. There's there a lot of what I do is in Deerfield. It's basically there's a, there's a, a few miles of Federal Road in each direction, north and south, that you can't go wrong on. Yeah, yeah. If you're on Federal, yeah, you cannot on that side of the train yeah. tracks. Basically, you gotta you gotta move to Federal Road. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. It's yeah. not even about what 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 city or town. You just move to Federal Road. But if you do that, don't worry. You're going to have that Miami traffic experience every day on Federal. <laughs> because as soon as you get off Federal, it'll be all right. It's it functions normally. But. Sat- Saturdays on the beach over there is the worst. But anyway, the, the point I've been dragging this on to say is when people are like, oh, Boca is boring, they'll often say to me. But I will tell you right now, no matter where you are in the United States, before you think that you're just going to rush to Miami and you might think to yourself that Boca is boring – Boca is without a doubt better than where you live, better than mm-hmm. where you live for sure. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Philly or El Paso or where I was from in Connecticut, uh, or where you're from. Aside in, from like Rodeo Drive yeah. in California, there's this is it. It's pretty awesome. It really is. Everyone thinks for some reason that Boca is all like old, rich, retired Jewish people, which there there's is a, ton. a, a lot, a lot, a lot of those. There's yeah. a lot of those, a bunch. but there's a lot of other shit too. There's a lot of other shit too. And you just got to know where all the good stuff is. That's it. Anything, anything that's the best of the best or anything that's high end, it's generally stationed in Boca. Like, oh, you want to get your car wrapped? Well, take it to Boca. Oh, you want to do something, you know, with the best supplements? Well, they're in Boca. Yep. Like, it, it's generally, like, the hot spot for people that know how to market their product well and know that they have a better product than their competition. And this is, yeah. why would you want to be somewhere else? Every time I go to cryotherapy right and i walk to my car which takes 30 seconds every day i see at least two or three women that men from anywhere in the country would consider perfect tens and down here they're like eights i was gonna say seven maybe seven <laughs> but like anytime i have anyone around they're like did you see that girl did you see that girl and i'll be like yeah well, there's, that, there's there's tons of them down here there's so many so many there's just the cars, like you can drive down Meisner, yeah, and you'll see three Rolls Royce, a Lamborghini, a Ferrari. 
you know, you go outside, you don't see anything like that. There's just a lot of good stuff, a lot of action. Like when we went to, uh, where was it for the, um, the concert way out there in the middle of nowhere. If you were to see like a regular stock Tesla, you'd be like, <laughs> Oh my God. Here yep. people have like body kits on. Like, yeah. And they Tesla that's, they like, Tesla that's like weight reduced and like smokes Mustangs off the line and shit. Like they're just good because I can mm-hmm. like, <laughs> she'll probably still move to, uh, Miami after all this, but I'm just putting that, putting that <laughs> out there. So this weekend we have the, um, I'm actually pretty excited about this. So it's the Miami fit life productions expo, right? And so it's a amateur show and a pro show. And, uh, I've been training Steph Sakara, the ab chick for the pro show. We, we have booths at the show. We got a lot going on. We are going to be the official backstage sponsor, which is pretty cool. I've never done anything like that before. It means I get to hang out back there, but there's a hot, body competition oh i'm entering and (laughs) i wanted to enter too but apparently it's girls only what and uh this is so sexist in 2019 well it's kind of funny because the uh promoter of the show was like you got all these hot girls like do you have anybody that wants to do it it's a thousand bucks to the winner and i was like i have a girl in town that's pretty goddamn hot and i sent him a picture of her and he like dm'd her right away and was like please do he's like where do you want me to send the check (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we got to get her a bikini now. She need to figure out who second place is now. Yep, seriously. Yeah. I was like, who's going to beat her? No one. Oh, the confidence. There you confidence. go. Confidence. No, it's not like all the other competitions where you're like, you look really good, but you know, you never know. A Jack Black guy could show yeah, up. Yeah, it's you. not going to be one of those. <laughs> not gonna you're not going to lose to a Jack Black guy at this nope. one. Are you nervous at all about doing this? Honestly, um, I'm going to say no right now, but of course, probably when I'm standing about to go walk out on stage, of course, the nerves are going to kick in, but as of right now, I'm chilling. Do you know like what your moves are going to be when you go out there? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh. Well, so reading. Have you seen her Instagram? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw her with orangutan yesterday. That's all I needed to see. Yeah. So uh, reading the ad that they had on the Instagram, it's going to be based off of wellness bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing they want, you know, poses that are similar to wellness, which I'm pretty much really good at by now um so i'm just gonna do my thing what i usually do i mean is there a uh, um audience like like noise portion of the vote like crowd participation i, I don't know oh like whoever gets the the most the loudest on the yeah. clapometer on the clapometer i hope so you'll definitely win because sammy and i are both very loud <laughs> okay yeah. good we usually compete with each other to see who's louder nice. you go to hear sammy like three miles away <laughs> like, what's that sound are you uh are you sad to be going home on Sunday? Very sad. You are? I, I, I was literally, I don't know if I told you, like when I got here the first day, I was like, I'm already thinking about Sunday and I'm already dreading Sunday. Before it even started? Before it even started, I was like, oh my God, I'm dreading Sunday. You've done some some fun stuff outside of all the Blackstone stuff too. You've gone to the movies, mm-hmm. went to the beach. Mm-hmm. So you've had a, a productive week. Yeah, I was very productive. I've, I visited a couple of the LA fitnesses here, which are very nice because we don't have those in El Paso. So it was a it was a good um, a good change up in um, gym scenery. What gym you have in El Paso? Um, so the one that I go to is a locally owned gym. It's called uh, Sun, City, Sun City Athletic Club. It's a uh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's a pretty decent gym. It looks it's, good in the videos that you post. Yeah, it's more of like a, mm, a bodybuilding yeah. type, iron weight, you know, gym. So like a hardcore gym. Yeah. Like so I, I I like it a lot. Um, and of course it has it's like a where it's in a warehouse, so it gets pretty hot. In There's there. a lot of those in Texas. That's yeah, like the Texas is. thing. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, what is worse, uh, the Texas heat or the Florida heat? Honestly, I really got to go with Texas heat. I don't. I Because it's dry, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't. The the temperatures get up to like in the 110s in the summertime. And you go out. Yeah. Here you go outside and you start sweating or whatever. But out there you walk outside and it feels like your skin's on fire because the sun's just See, so the dry. Hot. The dry heat never bothered me. Like no? we, we, we've been out in Vegas where it's been like in the hundreds and it's dry as fuck and it's hot. It's not the dry heat that bothers me. It's the fact that it like dries out your lips and your face. Yeah, it yes. dries your face out, which sucks. Yes. That sucks. I hate that so much. But bad. the cold does that to me too. Yeah. Every, every, time, quicker, I, every time I go up north, like in the wintertime, my face gets wrecked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you the worst, Houston, Texas. Because Houston, Texas, it's really hot and it's really humid. It's like worse than here humid. Wow. I, I remember I used to have to go there with the ex and I would straight up tell her like, I will go to the gym 
and that's it. I'm staying inside in the air conditioner. I do not want to go anywhere because it's like brutal. Like I'm talking, you're outside for a few minutes and you already have to shower. I, I've actually not been to a place that was as bad as the humidity in Houston, Texas. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, anyway, we can keep talking about weather or <laughs> or we can get into, we can get into some questions. We get into some questions. Get into some questions. We're a little nervous, by the way, to our, to our listeners that have gotten up to this point. Well, luckily for everybody, we the first couple questions are, are from the last podcast that we didn't get to because PJ needed to be somewhere on time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so at least the first four or five are safe. Okay. okay. So we'll <laughs> ease into this. All right. Uh, first one says, hi, PJ. My name is Melissa, and I am the executive assistant for... Je- oh, that's right. This Should we read this? Or no? Oh, I know where this one is. <laughs> Probably shouldn't put, put them on blast. Like All right. That. Yeah, we won't put them on blast. Put them on blast. Yeah, but... I will say this. I would say this. I would say this. I don't want to put them on blast. I would. I would like to voice my opinion on something. Okay. There are things that you can get tattooed on your body that that means something to you. You know, like black stone labs. Yeah. There's there's (laughs) people that have done it. There's at least three people that have black stone labs tattoos. They've showed it to us. Wow. Kind of crazy, but cool, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, There's actually one gentleman that has my name tattooed on his arm. That that one blew my mind. Signature. And it was my signature, and I did not do a good job signing it, which I'm so pissed about i would have did a better job so now he has a sloppy <laughs> signature on his arm shout out to frank the tank by the way um but here's the thing i think it's cool if you decide that you want to be drug free right and by drug free i don't mean like free of like narcotics i mean free of steroids anabolic steroids that's your prerogative if you want to be boring then that's fine that's your prerogative but to put a very large tattoo on yourself that actually just says drug free is a strange and pointless Very in strange. my opinion tattoo to have like it means that much to you and you want people to know that bad that you got it tattooed on your body i mean you're just drawing so much attention. strange attention to yourself. Wow. I just think that is very very weird and that's like all i really want to talk about on on that one. It's got to be like one of those like fish hooks for straight edge girls. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they see that and they're just like, this is the motherfucker. Right he's the, he's the wild time I've been looking for I'm in it. <laughs> All right. Next one says PJ. Thank you for recommending a certain stack for me. I purchased it Friday and I need, I need to know how you suggest I take everything. Recomp, Methaquad, Paraburn, Glycolog. I already had Trojan horse and apex male. Just need to know what to take and what I can take together. What should be taken separate? As I said in my email earlier this week, I've lost 10 pounds just using Trojan horse and eating clean. Cannot wait to see the results after using the stack. Thank you for all you do and your time. Josh, your car is badass. Karen, you're absolutely beautiful. Team Blackstone Labs, loyalty is everything legion. Uh, he, he wanted to give some, he wanted to sneak a little love for Karen in there last yep. week. This is the last Karen question. You can, you can, everyone always asks me like which products you can take together, right? You could fucking t- take all of them together. You could even take them all at the same time. I don't think that makes sense to. But there's nothing that's really bad that's going to happen. You're just kind of kind of wasting your time on some of them. So if you're picking out a couple of products and somebody's like, oh, it makes no sense to take those together, why? I, don't, I, I always like to hear the rationale. Like, some, like one time I had a guy who was like, oh, I can't take Trojan horse and fast food because I'm not trying to lose weight. And I'm like, well, if you're not trying to lose weight, you don't need to take Trojan horse, horse at all, but it will still help you release those fat cells. So it, you're not like hurting yourself. It'll prevent you from mm-hmm. gaining fat. You're not, you're not hurting yourself by doing it. And then I had another person that said that they couldn't do three ways has confused a lot of, of people. This, this, my thought process is telling this. I had another person that was like, oh, I can't do three way. And I was like, why? And he was like, so I'm trying to stay really lean. And I'm like, so? And he was like, that's for mass. And I was like, who told you that one? That better not have come from the call center. And he was like, oh, you know, my friend was like, I bulked up using three-way. I'm like, how much was he using? And and he was like, oh, I think he was using like. Six tubs a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. I'm like, well, if you're taking four times the dose of it. So he listed some pretty basic ones with like recomp. And, and, and the recomp guys goes with every single pro hormone it goes during cycle it goes post cycle there's no bad time if you want to know what keon pearson is doing right now by the way i'll tell you what i got i have him doing on i have him doing recomp glycolog apex male 
and Halo Elite. Now, of course, he messes around with his pre-workouts and, and whatnot, but that was his post-contest, like capitalize on the rebound phase. That's what he's on, and he's he's getting sick results, yeah, which is great. awesome. So, you know, some people might be like, oh, why would you take Apex Male and Recomp? You can't do that. I mean, you can. You can take Recomp with all the pro-hormones too. I mean, stuff like that, you may get better results combining one with another. You know, like somebody might tell you, like Sammy, for instance, that you shouldn't take <laughs> Brutal Force I you were going to with Chosen One because one is for size and one is really to get harder. But somebody like me and other people that intelligently think about things will tell you that you should take them together because you'll get a better overall feel. And if anything, the results should be better. We're actually going to prove that. We're, we're, we're starting our whole test. If you haven't, if you haven't um, been keen to the fact that we're running a Prove Sammy Wrong contest, you should watch PJ Braun's cardio Q&As a little bit more often because sometimes just great shit ends up happening. Yeah, let's segue for a minute into this. I want to talk about this for a minute because where this got, this is another one of those things where I had a fun idea and uh, I could ha- I could potentially f- totally fuck myself, excuse my language. So <laughs> I thought that like a couple of guys would want to participate in this. Should have known free stuff brings everybody out. Mm-hmm. So the, I honestly thought you were going to limit it to like I'm going to. I already this morning. I already and then everyone now everyone is pleading their case. They're giving me their stats. I got everybody's baseball card today. Yeah. I'm five eleven, two ten. I've been following Blackstone Labs for four years, and I'm a perfect candidate because I do this. My favorite is when they say they've been following Blackstone Labs for like two years before it was. Even, <laughs> yeah, I've been following Blackstone my Labs since 2009. I'm like, true. That's impressive. I've <laughs> <laughs> been following us since before it was fucking thought about. That's amazing. So the amount of emails, right? So I had, <laughs> as of this morning, I had 63 emails for people that want to do this, right? I thought it was going to be like maybe yeah, like I'm trying, to get them, I'm trying to get them stacks. So if you think about, that means I would have to give out Brutal Force twice for 63 people, PCT twice for 63 people, and then either Chosen One or Super Stroll. So Join the Legion. Yeah. I, I, I would upset a lot of people especially my partner, I'm sure, my dad, shipping, by doing that. So what we're going to do is we'll, we'll pick a decent amount. I'm going to have to pick like 10 or 12. I think the, mo- the most fair way to do it is just like randomly do it. But now that I've said that, I'm getting more emails from most of those people over why they should also be picked. So proving Sammy wrong, which I will do in the end, mm-hmm. is proven to give me a lot of extra work and a headache right now. And I know there's going to be people mad if they don't get picked. So there's got to be some just straight, like, crapshoot way. Well, the last bet that I had with Sammy was just a lot easier for me to win. What was it? It was that he he bet that he had named Superstall 7 when I knew that it was you and I in your house. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we'll just ask PJ. And he was like, all right. And he asked you, and he was like, all right, you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's going to take a little while, too. It's, it's, it's a yeah, few well, months. Everybody's got to do. But everybody has to uh, post about their results. So that's what's going on with that. All right. So the next one says... I have an anterior pelvic tilt. Is it possible to correct this with exercise? If so, what do you recommend I do? Wolfpack on IG. I mean, Wolfpack Eric. You can correct it with corrective exercise, but you're going to need a muscle work guy, and 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 it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a chiropractor also. Like if you had somebody like Don working with you and a chiropractor, you could go about doing these things, but it's going to take some time because your muscles have now change to compensate for the tilt and so you're going to be tight in certain areas loose in certain areas you're going to have to get into some serious body work to be able to get that fixed and by body work i mean manipulation like you know fascial flushing art deep tissue massage chiropractic you can't just go in the gym and train and have it fixed doctor's gonna have to lay you on a table and crack your bones really bad yeah All right, next one says, it's from our boy Mike Peskin. It says, can you talk about DNP, how to use it, and what the lowest dose that will give a safe result? DNP, have you ever heard of DNP before? I have. You have? Why? Just, it's came up in conversations. Jeez, you haven't done it, right? Mm, Of course not. (laughs) How old are you? 22. Okay. So DNP was very popular a long time ago and made a little bit of a resurgence when I was competing. And then it got quiet for a while. And I I wonder, there's been questions about it lately. I wonder if it's been popping around again. So DMP was really the first 
dietary uh, fat burner that was ever sold uh, legally to the public all the way back in, in the 60s, I believe. And you had these miners that were getting shredded uh, and because they were absorbing it through their skin. And then long story short, it became a household product, but people were overdosing on it. And this is extremely cliff notes, by the way, because this is just me giving you some fun facts. People were overdosing on it and basically cooking themselves is the best way that I could put it. And they eventually took it off the market. So what happens is DNP is an uncoupling agent, which is also what Chosen Horse. Uh, chosen Horse. Chosen Horse. That's actually <laughs> my favorite. Uh, yes, that is. That is. That's the one that only we have. This is also a Trojan Horse does uh, just to a much lesser degree. But it also, so it, it'll increase your core temperature and your body is sort of walking around in, in a, a state of a fever and you're just burning. And uh, in, in a, a low and controlled amount, you'll be essentially cooking fat off your body. And I, I have actually taken it and it's very interesting the way that it works because you're very hot and because it's an uncoupling agent, you're just releasing all these cells, including free radicals, into your body. So some people get sick when they do it. Some people sweat really brown, sweat through their skin. Because you have to remember these toxins and everything are all coming out into your system as well. Yo, I take any substance and I start sweating brown sweat. Yeah. I'm going to be like, fuck, I did it this time. <laughs> this is yeah. not good. Right? My sweat never turned brown, but my semen turned a yellowish color. And that's pretty fucking weird. It's always good. And I've had other guys say that as well. So the, the more common way to use it back then was the pills were typically capsules that were running 200 to 250 milligrams per cap. And most smart people just did one a day for 14 days. And then they would take a 14-day off period where most people would go on L-carnitine and tartrate form to kind of help clean things out the right way. Some people that were going real hardcore, I've actually tried this before, went to ECA in between, and then the, the crazy people went to Clen in between. So the, the, the old DNP Clen cycle is, I saw a lot of that one, because you can go fairly hard for two weeks with Clen before it wrecks your receptors. And uh, I know people that were going back and forth with those. Do I recommend that one? Hell no. Nothing like being hot and shaky to, back and to, forth. To be <laughs> honest with you, I would, I, myself, I would prefer DNP over Clen any day of the week, because Clen makes me feel like shit. Clen makes a lot of people feel like shit. DNP are gonna be really, really hot. But I'll tell you, I've never, taking a fat burner that affected me as fast as DNP, where I was still eating a lot of food. I did it in the beginning of my prep once. Calories were still hard, and I swear I got leaner every fucking day on that shit. I was like, Jesus. And you hold a little film of water, but it's nothing to be that stressed out about. So I probably did it a total in two years of... So wait, it's a fat burner that burns fat really quick, but it gives you a film You have of a water. little bit of water that you hold. It's just from, It's just from like... All the crap that's coming out of your, of your oh, body, okay. the toxins, the radicals, and shit. Um, and so when you, they usually say to stop it like a week before the show because all the fat's going to be gone by then anyway, and, and you'll lose a little bit of that, that water. Um, I was never somebody that really held a ton of um, water anyway, but I think I probably did it a total of like, I would say a, a good four times, and each time it worked really, really good. Um, so I think the, it's got a really bum rap because people just like anything else take way too much of it, and if you take too much of it, you could elevate your core temperature so much that you can cook your organs you know that that's that's how you would die um that seems like an awesome way to go yeah just just burning yourself up it just <laughs> would feel absolutely incredible ridiculous so there, there are horror stories of people that have done that and you know that's why it's considered to be so dangerous man that... you can make yourself blind like if your temperature gets that high if your fever's that high you can go blind there's a lot of bad things obviously that can happen wow. like go brain dead what the fuck how bad do you want to be shredded right is it really worth it? <laughs> Just eat some fucking carrots. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Eat some carrots, guys. All right. Next one says, hey, PJ, hope all is well with you. I enjoy the cardio Q&As when I can catch them. I've become a rather busy person and can't hit the gym five days a week like I used to. I can commit to three days a week at the gym. What training split would you recommend for three days a week? Best regards, Paul of Attraction. Just three days a week? That's what he says. You're a trainer, right? Yeah. Do you have anybody that trains just three days a week? Um, yeah, I have some girls that train actually three days a week. Exactly. What do you tell them when they only want to train three days a week? Well, with girls, it's different because with girls, they don't need to train upper body, especially if they're just trying to tone, tone up. up. Yeah. Are they going to do a lot of cardio? <laughs> um, I do have them do cardio every time we train together. Yeah. Cause I, to me, I feel like three days is the absolute lowest yes, that you should go is. to the gym. 
Yep, I agree. But I guess if you went really hard on those three days, like kill yourself hard. Yep. Also, are you are you making one of those days a leg day? Because then you got to get everything else in two days. Or do, are you just like fuck legs? I'll walk around. That's my leg workout, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna do chest, back, and arms. Or that's like what a lot of guys do, anyways. So yeah, I guess so. I mean, look, look. If you're only gonna <laughs> go three days, you just gotta get a lot done. And make the most of it because that's truly the, the lowest amount. I think you can do a lot in four days. You can do a lot in four days. I think five is ideal. Mm-hmm. Many girls that I know train six or seven days a week. That's overkill. But girls often, when they get bit by the fitness bug, they're just, I'm in my fourth leg workout this week. you know. And so I think five is a really good recipe for training hard, recovering properly, getting everything done. Because you can do one body part a day and you can get a break day in the middle and a break day at the end. I think five is great. If you want to train six or seven, just make sure you're eating enough to recover and getting some sleep. Uh, but I think five is awesome. Four, it can be done. Three is the bare minimum. So you you just got to make sure you're getting the key stuff in. If I was only going to only train three days a week, I'd probably do a lot of compound exercises. Like I'd have like, well, now I can't do shit because of my injuries. But if I was injury free, I'd have a day where I did like lots of presses, a day where I did lots of like pulls, rowing moves, where I was getting a lot done at once. And then, you know, a day where I did some squats and, and compound stuff. So I was stimulating my, my nervous system and my body. So you would time. basically have like a push day, a pull day, and a leg day. Essentially, yeah. I would train like Ab. There you go. I would train like Ab. True. <laughs> there you go. Push, pull, legs. Little nugget training. Next one says, hi, I have some questions for, okay. So this is the Volk one. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I could tell by his reaction we're getting something here. I was like, as soon as I read her name, but that I it's so there's three, and the first one is like a two parter. And should I just let her read it? Um, <laughs> do you want to read the question if, if it freaks before you I out? say it out loud? So that way, there you go. How about have... you read it? Just because that you, you want me to read it out loud? Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see what to see what this is. I have some questions for Miss Foreign Fit. Number one, do you get horny after workouts? And if so, was sex after workout a usual thing? I think that I don't want to answer for you, but I've been training girls for years. And for starters, you get the endorphin high, which makes you feel good anyway. But you actually boost your testosterone level when you train. So a lot of girls that I've dated over the years, they want to have sex after they work out. So, I mean, that's actually a scientifically accurate Mm -hmm. question. I mean, I'm sure he's just being pervy, but that's actually... A scientifically accurate question. Um, so I don't have a problem answering that. Actually, um, it honestly depends on um, what time of the day I go to the gym. Because if I had a long day and I'm going to have to get my gym session in, and it's at nighttime. Honestly, I'm not going to be that horny just because I'm just tired yeah. from throughout the day. But um, I do agree with you that um, let's say like I don't have anything to do when I go to the gym. Yeah, it, it does happen that um, I could get a little bit um, horny after my workout just because, you know, I take my pre-workout and I'm up and I feel energetic and I feel good. And, you know, so to answer that question, sometimes. Now, anybody that, that catches you in the gym is going to try to talk to you after your workout. Oh, yep. my gosh. <laughs> you be ready so, <laughs> post-workout shake, my place, or... Yeah, so so far as far as like vulgary questions could go, that's actually scientifically accurate. So, so and I I will applaud you for the composure there. Yeah. Um, but they don't get it better. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. So number two is how many rounds of sex have you had the most in one day? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and by all means, feel free to deny any of these questions <laughs> or Mr. Manager. <laughs> um You want to give an over under? Third one's worse. So. <laughs> oh my god! It. The it third, just third one's worse. <laughs> Let me hear the third one. Um, have you experienced a guy coming too early, but then recovers quickly and goes back on the grinding? By the way, this guy's name is Ladislav Yankov. Oh, he's a uh, like Lithuanian, perhaps. He's like I must break her. Where? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man. <laughs> If this was uh, Coach K, I would want her to answer these yeah, questions. Yeah, I know. Actually. No, if it was Coach K, I wouldn't have such a problem but asking them. But yeah. this is, you know, slightly. At this time, ladies and gentlemen, I am acting as Sabrina's manager, and I would prefer the pervier questions to be withheld at this time. She's young. She's only 22. I could be her dad. 
May- maybe on the second podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's get some some normal ones. But mm-hmm. applaud for answering the first one. So yes, well. that yeah. was a good answer. It's it, That actually scientifically does happen. So. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think that it, it was a much better answer for the viewers than just being like, yo, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Like, no, I don't want to talk about yeah. this. I, though, I have my load fast and then come back and finish stronger. The second <laughs> time. So you can tell him that about me. Boom. There you go. There's your answer. Whatever your name was. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> All right. He says, what's good, fam? First off, I want to say that y'all are killing it with the sweet tea Trojan horse flavor for Miss Sabrina Lee. Do you plan on getting any more ink on your back? Um, you know, I've been thinking about it. I've been wanting to, but um, I know that PJ has plans for me in the future <laughs> and he is not so thrilled about uh, the tattoos and stuff like that. So certain tattoos, certain. Tattoos. I don't want her to pull a daughter Shelby. Um, yeah. And get a cemetery with Darth Vader overlooking it on her ass and thigh. <laughs> Which is basically what Shelby did. Yeah. On. That's just an opinion of a loving father. Yeah, I suppose. On the part of her body that I asked her to please leave alone. She was like, not only am I going to not listen to you. I am going to get Darth Vader. <laughs> angrily looking over a cemetery. I don't even know. I still don't understand what that tattoo. Would, like even people that are close to her don't really know. Hashtag you're not my real dad. Yeah. Do you know what her tattoo is? I looked at it on the picture and it was very hard for me to distinguish uh, what it was. I don't even think it's Darth Vader. No, it's not. It's not. It looks like Darth Vader to me. I haven't seen it. She one. was very offended by me asking her why she had Darth Vader on her leg. Because it wasn't Darth Vader. No, I was like, I don't know. I thought maybe you love Star Wars or something. Well, that's like, a I lot have, of the guys here love Star Wars, so I didn't know. I have like a Benjamin Franklin tattoo on my leg <laughs> and I love when people come up and say like the wrong president's name. Like, <laughs> they're like, why do you, they're like, why do you like Andrew Jackson so much? <laughs> why do you have George Washington on your leg? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We love you Shelby though. Uh, ben Franklin is a, is a very like noticeable face though. Like he also wasn't a president, but it's like such a noticeable face. Yeah. What well, mine also does have dreadlocks. Oh, it's Ben so. Franklin. Oh, with dreadlocks. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and he also had a second part to his question which was, I had an ex-girlfriend that loved getting it on in public settings, so what's the craziest place you've had sex? All hail the Coxman, big wave. <laughs> I don't even know, because I've had sex in such weird places before. Like, nothing gross like a dumpster or anything like that, but... I love how your brain immediately went to dumpster. Right? It was a conversation I had with somebody the other day. Uh, it was still in my head. If that person's listening, then they'll, they'll laugh to themselves about this. Um, I mean, like, obviously plenty of bathrooms in public places. and Basically anywhere but a dumpster. Anywhere but a dumpster. Boom. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't be able to like really think of anything off the top of my head that was too weird because I'll go home later and be like, oh, yeah, and then there, there was that time. A lot of them are so far like back. You know, I'm getting up there now. You know, I'm 38 years old, so I've been having sex for 20 years. And so like some of them, like if you think about, oh, yeah, when I was 19, I did this on a boat that was like parked in somebody's driveway. Right. You know, like weird shit like that. Yeah. Um. So I, I I couldn't even remember. I could I, you know what you could you could like play that game where like somebody says a thing and if you did it you fucking drink and if you didn't you don't. Although I don't drink drink anymore, so I probably shouldn't play that game. <laughs> but I just can't remember. How about that? My answer is I do not remember the weirdest place. Sabrina, I don't want you to answer that question. Actually, it makes okay. me uncomfortable. I think okay. the only one that comes to mind is when I was in high school, freshman year. This girl stole her dad's brand new ford f-150 king ranch mm-hmm. and like she came to my house but i couldn't bring her in the house so i just banged her in her dad's truck in the front yard that was pretty cool. <laughs> nice yeah worked out um good. yeah that, that was a good. big fucking truck yeah plenty <laughs> Those of room king ranches are huge plenty of room, yeah mm-hmm. all right next question comes from our boy garrett teats says oh Here, let me. It says right at the top. Please don't read it. Al- read it aloud right away. So I'll just let you read that. <sighs> We're not used to uh, such long silences on the, the podcast. I'm reading it all. <laughs> it's okay. We want to make sure that we don't. 
violate anybody's privacy because yeah. in previous episodes somebody like sent this big long like pretty vulgar sexual question and then at the end of it they were like please don't put my name out there at we were the like, end of it we're like well we already <laughs> like yeah. that's that's the wrong place to put it in the future put it in the, in beginning, the beginning if you don't want us to say it well the 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 questions for us are dramatically different um hers is an easier one uh i'll answer the question though i mean it, it's it's really just an opinion-based question so I appreciate his concern for me speaking on something that's not all that politically correct to talk about these days, but I will speak on it. So it says, PJ, with the increased number of athletes coming out as transgender, how long do you think it will be before we have our first transgender bodybuilder? Do you think this is something that could even be achieved? Feel free to not answer if wanted, if not wanted to due to the amount of controversy behind the subject wouldn't want Blackstone possibly getting a bad rep if things are said that might go against what others believe. So I guess the, the, the big question is going to be where would the transgender bodybuilder compete? Yeah. What, what, what actual class mm-hmm. <laughs> is, I just realized this could potentially be based on the transgender woman competing in women's powerlifting and yeah. beating all the actual women. Well, the one situation that I, the, I'll, I'll tell you one spot that I had a problem and it just shouldn't be allowed. It just shouldn't be allowed. And people that were trying to be, I guess, politically correct in this situation really almost cost a girl her life. And it's, it's honestly like, in my opinion, a crime that they allowed this to happen. So there was a MMA fight and it was the first, oh. first transgender uh, MMA fight where a guy who went through the whole process of uh, to become a woman, became a woman, and then decided to fight in the MMA. A woman. Another woman. And crushed her skull in so bad that almost caused brain damage and like almost killed her. Oh my gosh. And a man's upper body, regardless of them being in the same weight class, is just so much more powerful mm-hmm. than a woman's. Now, women can train to be really strong. I know some strong, K. Graham strong as fuck. I don't want to fight Jennifer. No, I don't want to find it fight John and Gary Eary either. They're strong. <laughs> no. But um, you got two trained fighters, one that's been training as a woman her whole life, one that has had a man's muscle. Mm-hmm. For uh, most of his for life. For most of his life. And a man's hormone for most of his life. Typically, the bone structure is going to be dramatically dif- mm-hmm. different. In, and there's, there's plenty of literature on this. Like a woman's skull is typically not going to be as thick as a man's. Men are just bigger people. So even though they may have weighed the same and it, had been, and it was a fairly weighed weight class, a, a woman weighing 165 is often going to look dramatically different than a man. There's just going to be more weight in the lower body, whatever. So that's a situation where I truly, truly think that it was unacceptable yes. to allow that to happen. Um, now, from a physique aspect of it, so if you're the man and you decide to go full sex change to become a woman, and then you go to compete in the figure division, I think you're gonna be at a major disadvantage. Uh, If you go to compete in the women's physique division though, I think you'll have an advantage because you can pose around it in a way where you probably look pretty good. And I guess if you go to compete in the bodybuilding division, you, would be at an advantage. So I, I guess those would be where that, that those would be your options. So the thing is this. Here's here's what here's my thing. If you're going to go through the process, it's a, it's a it's a pretty tough process of going from like let's say you're going from a man to a woman, right? That's a whole procedure. There's a lot of hormones involved, everything else. If you're going to go again from that process into bodybuilding, you're actually going backwards because mm-hmm. You know, many of them don't want to speak about it, but most female bodybuilders are using male hormones to look like that. So it kind of defeats the purpose. Right. Why not just stay the way that you are then and, and bodybuild? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can actually save yourself a lot of trouble just bodybuild. There you go. It's mm-hmm. just not what I feel. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I just think that, you know, for it to be viewed as wrong because a woman almost died from it. And then if you take the exact same scenario and say, well, a woman only lost her title or she only lost some money from a competition or whatever it is, it's the same level of fucked up. Like why this is being allowed. I don't understand because it doesn't make sense. Like 
I, I just don't see how you can possibly think that somebody that has lived the majority of their life as a man using the muscle and density of a man to build their physique as a man for X amount of years and then just decides one day, eh, We'll sniff some shit off and then say like it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, your shit's probably still just as strong. Like yeah. I, that's pretty fucked up. Like yeah. and so whether you're doing that or whether you're doing a deadlift or a bench press and beating a, an actual woman who deserves the fucking title, who's held the title maybe for five years yes. or whatever, and now you're gonna come and take it from her because mm. you have some fucking complex. Very unfair. That you need to fulfill. Like, wow, applaud to you. Yeah. Like I mean. <laughs> I just can't I, I can't get behind it. I don't understand like I think a lot of people are afraid to speak their mind on it because the people that have spoken their mind on it or perhaps have said things that are, you know, inaccurate, it's it's like set people off. Yeah. Set people off. But Probably I sets off all those women that train all that time and I, get wrecked by a man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I'll tell you I really do enjoy though. I do enjoy. It's a guilty pleasure of mine are watching the videos of like some of the transgender like like mistakes and like when they call like sir oh it's ma'am <laughs> it's fucking ma'am motherfucker <laughs> excuse my language i love watching those I know exactly which one you're talking I about love, the one with the dude in the dress yep i <laughs> love like, those like a fucking beard i'm everything. like if i was there i'd be like it's ma'am you fucking it's you should have called her you should have called her man <laughs> you should have called him ma'am you should have called him ma'am look at how mad Look, at, Look how at how mad you made Look him. Look at how mad that dude is now. <laughs> <laughs> His lipstick is everywhere. Oh, my God. That is a good one. <laughs> All right. And They're the, in like a game store or something. Oh, is oh yeah, it is a game it's store. It's in a game That's store. Right. Got Eric in there trying to mind his own business. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ma'am. Eric's the one that took the video. He's like, it's fucking <laughs> He also has a question. says, Sabrina, as a gorgeous female who is serious in the gym, you probably attract massive amounts of attention the second you walk in. Hashtag booty. Do you oftentimes find this distracting or creepy when guys are very obviously checking you out? Have there been situations where you have actually been approached? What is the number one wrong and creepy thing a guy can do or that has happened to you in the gym? Much love from the Legion, Garrett Teets. So absolutely not. I do not uh, pay attention to it whatsoever, especially in the gym. Um, I go into the gym very focused um, to go do my own thing. Um, so I do not pay attention to it at all. It's funny because I actually have other people pay more attention to it than I do myself. And I'll actually have people come up to me and be like, you know, doesn't it bother you that, uh, you know, people stare at you or guys stare at you? And I'm just like, honestly, I don't even I don't even see it. You know, I'm, I'm just too focused on in myself. The zone. Yeah, I'm just too, I'm just too in the zone to be paying attention if people are looking at me or whatever. Um, and then the most creepiest thing that a guy could prob probably do is videos <laughs> like sneaky videos like sneaking, oh, sneaking in videos and it's funny because um this has happened to me twice already uh once in the supermarket and once in the gym where uh i had caught a guy with his flash on and i was like oh he's probably just you know taking a picture i don't know but his flash was on and i was like okay wait a minute why why is his flash on and it's like there's like light out so i was like i was like sneaky and i went around and you could just tell him like put his phone down and i was like okay this guy was clearly taking a video not knowing that his flash was on while he was taking the video that's, that's the worst way to get caught that's oh, the, like, the worst way to get caught yeah so uh that's probably the most creepiest thing that a guy could do um for sure that's for sure. hilarious um what if, what if a guy in the supermarket too? Like it's one thing at the, the gym supermarket too, yeah. when you're like, yeah, I was taking a selfie of myself. You can see the mirror behind you. With the flash on during. We're both in this picture. Yeah. What is <laughs> acceptable in the gym? Like what's okay? Um, like what if a guy, right. Doesn't even like, doesn't even fuck up your workout. Doesn't really get in your way. But like, let's say you just crushed a set of squats mm -hmm. and you like rack the weight and the guy looks at you and, and says, good set. That's that okay? cool. Yeah, yeah that, I, that's totally acceptable, and that's not creepy at all. All right, same scenario. Okay. What if you crush a set, and he looks at you and goes, you have to go deeper next time? That could be, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to make you mad. That's going to be a little, I mean, it might be funny, I guess. <laughs> she said she's Puerto Rican. She'd probably just deck you. <laughs> um, no, I don't, think, I don't think that would be creepy, depending on also how the guy 
uh, looks if he's a li- if he's not if, if he's not a lifter and he comes up to me and tells me that i need to go deeper on my squat i'm be like mm. you can be like why don't you show me how to do it <laughs> yeah show like, me skinny man <laughs> hit it for boy. 20 yeah exactly <laughs> let's, see. But. let's see how low you go big boy i don't really talk to people in the gym and i i get in a zone too marissa always notices shit she'll be like that girl is looking at you this guy over here is talking about you this i'm like weird I know. Yeah, I'm just like. Um, but I move fast when I'm in the gym. I move, move, move. I don't. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm the same way. Like she'll notice shit way before me. The only shit that I notice that really pisses me off is if it's happening directly between me and the mirror. If you're doing some shit directly between me and the fucking mirror, <laughs> I notice you. Yeah, because you're yeah. in my fucking way. Which is rude. <laughs> I mean, rude. you just don't do that. Yeah. I even wait. Like if somebody's doing I, shit in the mirror, even if I'm in a rush, I'm like, oh, I gotta wait because I don't want to fuck up this guy's mirror space. That's just proper etiquette. Yep. All right. Next one says, what's up, PJ, Colonel, and Miss Foreign Fit? PJ, just wondering if you would send out an email to those who you chose for this experiment. <laughs> you mentioned my name on IG as definitely being included, so I just wanted to confirm. Miss Foreign Fit, how rough was training with PJ? What was your favorite exercise and least favorite? Josh, your car is fire. <laughs> two, two car two comments car in comments. one podcast. Wow. I'll take it. <laughs> P.S. Miss Foreign Fit, can I get a follow on IG, please? Who is this from? <laughs> R underscore A underscore Serrano. Oh, R.A. Serrano. That's my boy. Yes, you are. You're in no matter what I said. Um, and no, I didn't send emails out yet because I'm thinking of a generic response to start all of them with because there's so many. And I have to like send somebody like I have to write something to somebody. Copy and paste it like, okay, this is going to be my starter response to everybody that back because it's going to be so many email exchanges if I don't. I had I got one guy today the, over, or not today, started on Tuesday, over his Legion credit that emailed me seven fucking times the same thing in, since Tuesday, you know? So if that's one person, I can only imagine what could potentially happen with 63 guys right now. Not sure if they're getting their emails or this or that. So I got to put some thought into this this weekend. We got a lot going on. But I told them uh, on today's Q&A that they would know a lot by Monday. And then things will get shipped out next week for sure. And if somehow. But we just put it out yesterday. Come on, guys. Like, I'll, I'll do it. You're getting a lot of free stuff out of this. So how, was, how rough was training with PJ? What was your favorite and least favorite exercises? Um, it was fun. Okay. Uh, it was fun um, and rough, of course. And definitely um our glute ham day was my favorite just because uh you i'm pretty sure it's pretty obvious legs are my favorite to train um and it was pretty it was pretty it was pretty brutal um he put me through a lot of time under tension exercises um the best exercise probably that i liked the most was um the variations of the seated hamstring curl oh yeah mm-hmm. showed her some little tricks on there today. yes i really some liked uh, yeah i really liked that a lot and um i was telling pj that my hamstrings are my weak spot so just knowing those little tricks that i could now include in my own routines when i go to the gym by myself is really really good for me oh yeah fun times yes and least favorite what was your least favorite what did you hate the most what least favorite Ooh. Um, probably the sumos, the sumo ones. Those ones were pretty painful. Yeah, I was Ooh. making her do a lot of like really slow repetitions. Yeah, those are the worst. Yeah, it makes it a lot. Sometimes when something sucks, you're just like, all right, I'm gonna do this fast and get it over with. And that's mm-hmm. that's why you have to do. It yeah, so you're doing it slow, <laughs> and they yeah. suck a lot worse. Uh, I actually made Marissa do those today. I was like, you know what? Let's make somebody else suffer this week. <laughs> Pick another one tomorrow. Hey, you. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Get over here. Do some deads. Next one says, hello, PJ and Josh. Question is, I see people training, and there's times I see people use lightweights but use bands. What's that all about? I don't get it. Well, it's 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 that's just a different way to apply tension consistently to the muscle. So, like, let's say you see – I mean, there's there's so many ways that you can include bands, and, but I'm just going to give you an example. So, let's say you see somebody on the bench press, right, and they got, like, a 25 on each side, and you're like, ah, oh, that guy's got no weight on there, but then he has a bands that could be anywhere from 20 to 100 pounds of, of, of resistance on each side. So, that changes the weight at the at the range of motion to completely different spots, right? So, to, to try to better explain, let's say somebody adds on – a total of 100 pounds in resistance bands, right? So they've got 
100 pounds on the bar and they got 100 pounds of resistance bands. So that's 200 pounds total. The 200 pounds is only going to be hardest at the peak level of contraction. It gets easier as you go down. It gets harder as you go up. So the resistance is changing, but you still have tension on the whole time. So this is great for making a lighter weight a lot heavier. It's good for explosion. It's good for keeping a muscle under tension longer. It's a little easier on the joint. So there's a lot of things you can do with lightweight and then bands added um, to stimulate the muscle in a much different way. There's certain exercises that adding a band in, even there's there's free weight exercises that you could add a band in and kind of change the dynamic of the exercise like a squat. You can actually put bands around your legs, around your knees when you squat, which will hold your knees in place. And you'll, you'll actually be able to squat relatively pain-free in your knees when you do that. Uh, and you're staying parallel. And when your knees stay parallel, you're at your body's proper function. You know, when you walk, you're supposed to walk, boom, 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 in a straight line. You're supposed to walk with your knees and, and feet all out like that. And so. that throws your spine off. It throws everything off. So, you know, it's it's essentially helping you stay in your proper plane of motion. So there's a lot of things that you can do to enhance normal free weight exercises with adding in the lightweight bands. All right. And this is the last one. The last one. So far, so good, right? Only one weird one? Yeah. Yeah. Only <laughs> one. We really actually... We uh, we appreciate the weird questions. We usually encourage them. Because most of my questions are about steroids, and I'm like, every fucking show, mm-hmm. excuse my language. I answer them. I'm here to answer the questions. But I want weird sex questions. I want people <laughs> to ask me, like, weird things that, like, turn me on and stuff. <laughs> it's never not? a bad time. It's never. No. Next one says, hello, Lord Braun. I'm back again to ask another question. Two months ago, I started taking Chosen One and Brutal Force, added in Methaquad two weeks ago, and I've been seeing great progress. As a recovering fat guy, I'm going to be cu- going to be having lab work done mid-July in preparation to visiting an HRT doctor and want to know how many weeks in advance I should stop taking the supplements so they do not show up or make my levels higher than they are higher my levels higher than they should be while off. I attached a couple pictures to show my progress over the last 5 years. First is before starting in March, second is from this past week, and the last is when I was 532 pounds in 2014, Damn. and then 266 one year later in 2015. Thanks yeah. again, Recovering Fat Guy. Does he have the pictures? Yep. Let's see. So this is 520 wow. to 266. Congratulations, dude. Whoa, holy crap. And then... You lost the freaking whole person. This is wow. the, the most recent. A big one. whole person. Look. Holy shit. Nice. Right? That's amazing. Like, I love those. I love yes. those giant weight loss stories, man. He's got yes. better biceps than me now. He's got, he's got arms <laughs> like that? Billy. Um, His bicep does look like Billy. He's very full. Um, those are the, I love, love, love massive weight loss stories. That's how I first started many, 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 many years ago in the mid-2000s was doing uh, big weight loss stuff. And I uh, had a lot of fun. My first... 100 pound weight loss was a guy named Garrett Elias. I'll never forget it. It was a fun, fun, fun time. And uh, he did it relatively fast. He did it in like nine months. And then when he lost all the weight, want to know what he wanted to do? Get jacked. Yep. He was like, all right, well, I lost all this fat. I've been looking at you all juiced out all the time. It's time to get big. And I was like, now I'm going to teach you how to do some fun stuff. (laughs) Um, So the best thing that you can do if you want to go to the HRT doctor and get yourself some HRT is actually do our hormones because when you stop taking them, you're going to crash. And that's the perfect time to go into the doctor and be like, Hey man, I don't know what's going on. My, my hormones are low. You know, I would sell it like this. I'm going to tell you how to maximize using a really good pro hormone to get yourself up to the next level. Right? Because the pro hormones are going to suppress your testosterone. They're, they're that strong. You know, they're, they're, they're strong enough. So let, let me let me explain some some normal science to you guys. If you go on uh, and start taking shots of testosterone from the doctor, now that you have this exogenous testosterone in your body, at all times, your body's natural production just stops. doesn't need it. You're just injecting it in every week. So your body's like, well, I don't need it, this anymore. I got all this excess coming in. Your body's kind of smart in, in that regard, you know, knows that it's got it there. So when you stop taking these shots of testosterone, your body just doesn't say, oh, let's get to work again. Sometimes it takes a long time. It takes a long time. There's things that doctors can give you to bring it back, et cetera. So when you take pro-hormones, the strong pro-hormones that we make, they're so strong that your body views it as getting all this extra androgen in your body. So it actually will, in most cases, 
stop producing your testosterone. So if you're trying really hard to go and get prescribed testosterone and you can't because the doctor's like, ah, oh, your testosterone's too high, it's gonna lower from taking the products. So I would run the products, get the most out of them. And then when you go to the PCT phase, which is where you go to bring everything back, that's gonna be the phase that you want to go and get your blood work done. If anything, you could probably go, I would say five to seven days after the last oral, and you're gonna be pretty low at that point because you're gonna, you're gonna be crashed out and suppressed. Go in there, tell them that you're tired, tell them that your sex drive is low, that your testosterone is low, which it should be, right? If you're not taking anything at that point, and then you can get yourself some prescribed testosterone. That, that, that's, to be honest with you, a lot of guys do that without having the strategy. So I just gave you the strategy that some people move, oh man, shouldn't give people strategies like that. But a lot of people over the years, they don't know any better. They go and do some steroids. They go, oh, I'm going to get some, some muscles for the summer. And then they screw themselves up. And there's months and months go by and they don't know what the hell's wrong with themselves because they didn't realize all the ins and outs of taking steroids and what happens. That, that's why HRT has become so big because there are so many other things that can screw you up. Sometimes you can get screwed up, believe it or not, if you have a, a problem with painkillers. There's, there's a condition called opiad. And it's guys that have taken like too much heroin or too much oxys they wreck their androgen receptors and they actually wind up getting really depressed, tired, and no sex drive because their testosterone tanks out. And uh, I've had this conversation with people about that before. That's a real thing that you can get prescribed HRT for. So there's a lot of things that can wreck your test. So nowadays, modern medicine has made it so you can feel young and healthy well into your 50s, 60s, and 70s by getting on HRT. Now, listen, if you're 22 years old, you shouldn't be screwing yourself up just for the sake of getting on HRT. But once you're over 25, you're not going to be any better than that. So that's when you want to start looking into that stuff more and more. And um, I don't know if we want to end with some banter, if we got anything else that we wanted to ask Miss Foreign Fit before we close this one out. Is there anything that you haven't done yet that you'd like to do while you're down here? Go mm -hmm. fishing. Go fishing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't fish. If Trevor was here, he'd take your fishing. If Trevor was here, he should have already been fishing. Yeah, you'd probably fish right across the uh, yep. the pond over there. She would have already caught two bass if Trevor was here. Cody Montgomery yes. caught a bunch of fish here one day. Um, fishing is a big thing in, in Florida. Right. Yes. Um, I don't fish. I, I would like to. I just don't have time. And it's really boring, actually. Yeah. I don't now, know. when you go on them fucking marlin boats and the, the, those things, those swordfish will fucking stab you. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Get them on the boat. They're still flopping around. They love, they they love stabbing little Spanish girls. That's like their, their favorite boy. thing. They see you on the boat and they just launch themselves at you. <laughs> like spears. <laughs> like a heat seeking yeah. missile. <laughs> but it's alive. <laughs> They're slimy and humongous. You know who goes fishing all the time? Um, your buddy. I actually see all his stuff. His stuff, for some reason, um, Instagram wants me to see all his stuff. I oh, Nolan. I see him Nolan, fishing all oh, yeah. the time. Dude, he is a like Pro. professional yeah. fucking fisherman. Like deep sea fisherman. Like that motherfucker wow. go out and catch a, a fucking fish the size of his things. boat. Like humongous things that yes. I would, if I saw that shit in the water, I would die on, on, in a heartbeat. I would just be like, I'm dead. And he's I'm like, dead. Take he's me like, now. Fish, <laughs> fish that are like way bigger than you. He's like fighting it for like three hours on like steel line and shit. I'm like, oh. That sounds is, like fun. Is that how he got so lean? No, he got so lean by being a psychopath in the gym. But <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> Going on the boat He's just burning up calories, reeling in those huge-ass fish. Dude, well, he'll go and destroy himself at cardio at, at uh, Lifetime, and then he goes out on the boat all day. Like, yeah, you're going to get – you're going to lose weight. Like, that's why he's always sunburned. He's too. super lean now. Good for him. Yeah. I, I, you, know, you know what we can talk about to end, to end the show? Because I think this is a pretty hilarious new subject. Inter <laughs> the interests that we all have according to Instagram. Yes. So this is something that David showed me uh, yesterday and we did it again today. So if you go into your settings on Instagram, you know, those those little three lines at the top right mm -hmm. hand side, click on those and then you go, where do you go scroll? I forget what it is. I'm going to have to look. You go into your insights maybe? No, it's... Settings, security, access data, scroll all the way to the bottom, go to ads and view all, and then it pops. See, like my list has been cut in half since we checked it a couple hours ago. Maybe they knew that you were making fun of it. 
They must have. But the top half is oh no, view more. Okay. So mine is like strange. Handbags, El Paso, Texas, which I believe is because I liked probably one of your most probably recent yeah. posts. Yeah, makes sense. Skip hop, which I don't know what the fuck that is. Skip hop. Maybe An- it's like amphibian. <laughs> what? I like wait. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Saturday. Online food ordering, which I do that. That's makes sense. Yep. Squatting position, which makes sense. Hilarious. Um, Machinist black work. I have no idea what black. My work is. first one that I I've been laughing at this all day is Out Magazine, which I had to Google to see to figure out what that is, and I encourage all of our listeners to do it too because you'll all get a good laugh out of it. But apparently, that's what Instagram feels that I am the most interested in. Well, my two favorite on my ads interest lists are right next to each other and it's self-love <laughs> and then cake. Cake? Cake. Self-love and cake. Where do I go in here again? Go to your settings. Go to security. Mm-hmm. Access data. Mm-hmm. And then scroll all the way to the bottom. There's nothing there. Just keep scrolling. Oh, there we go. And then hit view all. And then load more. View more. Okay, I have first one, heavy metal music. Wow, that's. <laughs> and then I have dentistry. Um, probably because I follow like a couple dentists, I guess. Um, then I have National Academy of Sports and Medicine. Oh, NASA. NASA. Mm-hmm. Good certification. Makes sense. Record producer, Guyana. Guyana. Guyana, the the actual country. I guess. Hmm. <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> oh, okay. True. Nice. Northern Europe, De La Ghetto, The Breakfast Club, Punk Rock, Cable Television, Sculpture, South Asia, Audi, and Islamabad, another country. Do you watch The Breakfast Club? Yeah. Well, there we go. These ones, right? Yeah. That, the rest is weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a couple of my squatting position is definitely, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's so funny that my number one. My number one is Out Magazine. And we, we have to chalk that up to the fact that you have so many gay followers because I don't know what else that would, what, what else True. would cause it. It has to be, yeah. True. Which I'm proud of, by the way. Shout out to all my gay followers in Out Magazine. Instagram knows what I like. <laughs> or, or at least it knows what likes you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I want to know what everybody else is get, getting in theirs because there's a lot of weird ones in mine. Yeah. So like, yes. I, I'm like, Instagram, you got it wrong. Follow yeah. the instructions that we Change just Change my number one to boobs, my number two to asses, and then I'll be good. Anything and else that can filter after that. And then my number three, make it boobs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> then I'm happy. Yeah. Boobs, ass, boobs. <laughs> so follow the instructions uh, on your Instagram and see what your Instagram thinks you like and post a screenshot of what your interests are in the comments so we can see because I I'm really would like to know if everybody else is as strange as ours. Yeah, everyone in the, in the office all was a little bit perplexed by what was on there. Well, I think that it goes without saying that uh, we are more than thrilled to have you on the podcast today. You did a Thank great you. job even answering Thank you for having me. vulgar sexual questions that the Russian gentleman sent in. Yeah. I told her, I, I prepared it a little bit though. I told her about like some of the questions that came in for Kendra. Yeah. I feel like Kendra's were mild for what we were expecting. We were expecting, her. yeah. Kendra answered all her. She was like, no, I'll answer these. I was yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yep. She did good too. <laughs> well, we have to keep on bringing on, bringing on guests. Yep. You guys said more hot girls, so we're on the lookout. Yep. All right. Well, I think I've answered anything I can answer today. Yep. I guess we're going to end this like we always do with a peace out bye.